Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As we are being encouraged, strongly encouraged, to strive to enter God's rest, we once again receive gentle encouragement. We must understand God requires faith, and yet He is merciful, compassionate, and gracious. He is just, and yet He loves us so much that He sent His only Son to purchase our pardon on the cross. Today on Drawing Near, we gain some understanding of Jesus and His role in all of this. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 and study our great High Priest. And as we get ready to study together, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you today through faith. We're praying through faith. We're studying through faith. At least that's our desire. That's our intent. And Father, we pray that as we come before you, whom we've never seen or heard with our audible ear, we pray, Father, that you would speak to us, that you would make yourself known in our hearts, in our spirit, In that place where we can know you, you are spirit, and you desire that those who worship you worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, help us to do just that. Give us understanding. Give us wisdom. And then, Father, increase our faith and our ability to obey and serve you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we begin today, let's take a look at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted, as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. After being challenged to strive to be diligent, tender into God's rest, to not be like the Israelites who, having left Egypt, didn't believe God, didn't trust in Him, and therefore didn't go into the promised land. They did not enter that rest. We are being challenged to enter that rest, to have faith, to be obedient, to follow God with our whole heart. We're being warned as well as encouraged. When we come to verse 14, we receive a different type of encouragement a gentle encouragement, encouragement that is meant to comfort and console and yet continue to urge us forward. Look at verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest, we need to see, we need to understand that we have a great high priest. This language comes out of the Old Testament. It comes out of the Israelite experience with God. God gave them a high priest to be a go-between, a mediator between people, sinful people, the Hebrew people, and God. We have a great high priest. You say, Pastor, I'm not Jewish. I'm not Hebrew. God has not changed. We still need a mediator. In our sin, we are inadequate to come to God on our own, in our own name, through our own power. We come to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't come to God the Father through a human mediator, a mere man. We have God. 
we have Jesus, the Son of God, who is our great high priest and our mediator. He is the only name given among men whereby we must be saved, and no one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. So verse 14 says, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus passed through the heavens to come to us. He has been with the Father, and now he is with us. He is our mediator. He sits at the right hand of the Father and makes intercession for us. He is Jesus, the Son of God. He is God. He is man. He is Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of man. And the Bible bears that out over and over and over again. So seeing that we have a great high priest, Jesus, we are told, let us hold fast our confession. That's an interesting phrase. We are to not just confess Jesus as our Savior and Lord, but we're to hold fast. We're to live that out. We're to bear the marks of that kind of confession in our life. We're to hold fast. That doesn't mean just continue to make the same confession verbally with our mouths. We are to hold fast to it in our hearts. We are to live up to that confession. Verse 15 says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. The high priests that Israel had were human beings, many of them very sinful, many of them experienced the judgment of God because of their failure to be faithful in their service. We're told here, we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Although Jesus is God's Son incarnate, he sympathizes with our weaknesses. How does he do that? The rest of verse 15 says, but was in all points tempted as we are. Jesus sympathizes with us because he knows what it is to be tempted. He knows what it is to have fleshly desires, earthly desires, sinful desires. Now, a lot of people have trouble with that, but the Bible's clear on it. Jesus was tempted. We're told here, this is the most famous passage regarding this in all of the Bible. He was tempted. How was he tempted? In all the same ways we are tempted, yet without sin. That's the point. You see, God the Father cannot be tempted to sin, nor can he tempt anyone else to sin. We're told that in the book of James. So God the Father does not know what it is to be tempted with sin. The Holy Spirit does not know what it is to be tempted with sin. But because Jesus left heaven, was born of a virgin, inherited part of our human nature, the part that allows him to be tempted with sin, Yet he is the Son of God who is able to resist sin, something we cannot do. He is tempted and yet without sin. And because he is tempted, he knows what it is to be tempted, so he can sympathize with our weaknesses. He doesn't condone them. He doesn't approve them. But he sympathizes. He understands. And he sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes on our behalf as one who is our great high priest and sympathizer. We are to know this. We're to see that we have a great high priest. We are to see who that high priest is, Jesus, the Son of God, and we are to remain faithful. We are to understand that we don't have a high priest who is lording himself over us in such a way that he cannot have compassion and mercy and grace and sympathy toward us. He shares our weakness. He understands. He was tempted as we are. Yet he was without sin, which enables him to go to the cross, bear our sin on the cross, die for our sins, pay for our sins, and forgive our sin. You see, we're going to find out a little later in Hebrew, 
Jesus is not only the great high priest, but he's also the sacrificial lamb. He is the high priest who sacrifices himself for the people's sin. What an amazing thing. What are we to do? Verse 16, therefore, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. We don't have to approach God's throne. We don't have to approach God and his gracious presence timidly. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. Why? Because we come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who sympathizes, who understands. We need to come boldly. Why? That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And here's the whole picture, right? Well, we need to be diligent to enter into that rest. We need to be diligent to do more, to do more faithfully, more fully what the Hebrew children did not do. We need to hold fast our confession. And we are able to do this. Why? Because we are not alone. We have a great high priest who is a sympathizer, who understands, who intercedes on our behalf. And and in all of this, as we seek to enter the rest, we need to continually come into the presence of God, approach the throne of grace boldly, because there we can find, we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We are not alone in our diligent effort to enter that rest. We have Jesus Christ, but we also have the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the God of all, who is merciful and gracious and wants to help in the time of need. God didn't expect the Israelites to go into the promised land on their own. He expected them to come to him and allow him to carry them through to the promised land. We are not alone in this, and we need to know that. And that is our gentle encouragement to be diligent. We need to work out our salvation in fear and trembling, knowing that we have a God who is gracious, loving, merciful, tender, and kind, who is working on our behalf for the same thing. We are not alone in this. This doesn't depend on us. We just need to be faithful. We just need to continue forward. We just need to hear the Word of God, the living and active Word of God, and trust, hear, and obey. And God makes that possible. He's given us everything that we need for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. We have the indwelling Holy Spirit. We have the body of Christ surrounding us, encouraging us, walking with us. We are not alone in this. Praise the Lord. As we say that, let's not forget, we still have a duty. We still have an obligation. We still have work to do. We must enter into that rest. We must faithfully walk forward to that place God wants us to go. Father in heaven, help us to understand these things. I am uncertain that I make them clear, but that's your spirit's job, your spirit working in the hearts of people, exciting, bringing about, making them inquisitive, helping them to grow and to question and to learn. I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit will do that in each heart and life, that we will endeavor to understand, to get a firm grasp on these things, even if it requires us going back and looking at the first four chapters over and over again, as I have done many times in my life, trying to put this together with other passages of Scripture and understand more fully, because we do have a tendency as human beings, as sinners, saved by grace, to be a little dull in our understanding. But you have given us your Spirit, and you desire us to know. Help us to do just that. Guide us as we seek to walk 
in your grace today. Help us, Father, to pursue your rest today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.